following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021, Season 17, Episode number 67. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We've got a lot we're going to get into today. We're going to talk about the uh, Vegas offense versus the Dallas defense. We'll be joined by Bucky Brooks here in just one second. Uh, And then in addition to that, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the guys who were out in this last game, what it meant for the Cowboys, uh, what, what they lost by not having them here, and... Who is most important to get back as soon as possible? We'll talk about all that in the second segment. I think we have Bucky Brooks on the line. Bucky, are you there? All right, we'll give it a second. He's not quite there. Nick, real quick, give me a 67. Russell, Maryland. That's a good one. Russell, number one. Number one overall pick. Yeah, sort of. Um, What do you mean sort of? How, How can you sort of be the number one overall pick? Because in 1991, that's the way they did it. They, they he wasn't like the best player. He didn't even Nobody make the was most the money. One he was. He didn't even make the most money. He didn't have the biggest contract. They just negotiated with him because he wasn't going to hold out like the others. So they got him. It, he was the number one pick. Yeah, didn't play like it. I was about to say, did he really play up to that? No, level? but that's he was a pretty good. He's player. a Pro Bowler. He made a Pro yeah. Bowl. I can't think of another one. Honestly, I mean, no, I know Nate Newton wore 67 before he went to 61. What do we got here? I can't think of anything. I'd Everett McIver, maybe? I don't know. I don't Is that even... Scissorgate? Wow. Whoa. I mean, he was a he was an NFL player, Derek. He didn't I know, just... but was that Scissorgate? Like, wasn't he the guy that... Okay, yeah. Okay, he he wasn't sure. Scissorgate. I wasn't he around got, here in the 90s. He just wanted a haircut. Michael okay. Irvin, the one that... But he was a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the receiving Yeah, he was, yeah he, he was the receiver. He got a haircut. Yeah. Got oh, my God, Derek. Derek is going after <laughs> no, it today. No, I'm just saying, like, sure. Yeah. That was, I mean, I, I, I covered, have the story, right? I covered the press conference, and Chan yeah. Gailey called it horseplay. Just horseplay in the dorms. Is that what he called it? I, I stayed in those very dorms, and nobody I was getting too. sliced in the neck. No, no. I mean, I actually went to school there at those oh, dorms. Right. Yeah. yeah, I only stayed there for summer camp. Phil Costa. Remember him? Phil. Yeah. Guard? Mainly Bill? Just Johnson. center? I remember him for dating... Dating Hulk Hogan's, Hulk Hogan's daughter. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Johnny Gisek <laughs> wore it for a little bit. All right. Okay. 67. Six, 67. Uh, look, all credit to Nate. There's half a dozen other guys. Like, you don't want to be stuck in the 60s. You just don't. You, it's just nobody's happy about that. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I can't. You don't think of a lot of really great no. people in the it, players in the sixties. Not on defense, it's just guards. Yeah. Just offense. If guard. if you're a guard or a center, if you if you made sixty good, I well, David Bakhtiari up in Green Bay. Like there are some exceptions, but it's by and large, it's slim we didn't pixels. do yesterday. Did you on sixty six? I don't think we did. Uh, you got a sixty six? No. <laughs> Kevin Gogan, he's the only one yeah. that I could think of. Again, Big nasty. Same thing. Nasty. Mean. Big nasty. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, let's let's real quick before I don't know if uh, Bucky's on the line yet. Is not yet. Bucky and Bucky's not on the line. All right, tell you what, let's do this. Let's go ahead and move into uh, some discussions on 
Um, let's talk about Amari Cooper. I, I thought Jerry Jones had something really interesting to say this morning about uh, Amari Cooper and about him um, not being vaccinated and then obviously testing positive COVID uh, on last Friday, which meant he didn't play in the game on Sunday against the Chiefs, won't play in the game this Thursday against the Raiders. Dave, you tweeted about it. What did Jerry say and what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, it, I, I thought it was striking just because – Jerry Jones is such a good public speaker that he can tap dance around something if he doesn't want to make a point known. But he didn't do that with Amari. I mean, he he made it pretty clear that he was frustrated by the situation. He said over and over again that and people have pointed people have pointed this out as if the league's not aware. It's set up punitively. Like the rules are set up to punish you if you are not vaccinated. Whether you think that's fair or not, whatever, the league basically mandated from the get. Mm-hmm. We want you vaccinated and we're going to make life difficult on you if you don't. You can do it. You can do whatever you And Jerry said that too. He was like, everybody's got their rights. Everybody understands their rights. But this is, the, this is what the league and the union have agreed to and this is the way they want to play it. Um, and so he, he said, um, you know, uh, which it's an interesting point. Amari probably he he didn't have symptoms when he was tested. He might have symptoms now. We don't know that. So I definitely don't want to hypo- hy- get too hypothetical. We don't we don't know if he has symptoms right now or what his situation is. But he probably wouldn't have been tested. Mm-hmm. So he they, he might have. Which you don't want him playing without. That's a little scary. Too, you don't want him yeah. playing with COVID. I get that. But the point traveling is, with COVID. Yeah. The point is. The, the the whole thing becomes so much easier to deal with when you're not vaccinated. And he made it a point to say, like, this is a we deal. We need everybody. When I don't you think vaccinated. You meant. What's that? Yeah. You said when I'm, you're I'm not, sorry. When you are. When you are. Sorry. Sorry. Um, he's, this is a we sport. You need everybody on the team to put the team first. That's kind of the whole thing of football. Um, I, I don't got, get the impression that he trashed Amari too much. He, he brought up what a high character guy he is. And obviously his play on the spiel, field speaks for itself. But he made it pretty clear that he's frustrated that this was a situation that was born entirely out of Amari not being vaccinated. Although I do think... Which, again, there's no way to have this conversation without getting into the weeds, so I'll just do the other side of it. I thought Dak Prescott made a fantastic point on Sunday night. He was asked a lot of questions about this, and he refused to dog Amari. said, that's my brother, that's my teammate. He made the very good point. As far as I'm aware, there can't be – I don't know if anybody – vaccinated or unvaccinated has cleared protocols and gotten back within a week which is what amari would have to do to be available for this raider game anyway go back to zach martin randy gregory they both missed eight days well then think of the timetable you find out friday it's six days until thanksgiving so however they wouldn't have found out friday sure of course yeah and which again there's there's a million bits of moving parts but he might have, but again, in the weeds, he might have not had symptoms when he got tested Friday. Maybe he's got symptoms Sunday morning. True. Like you, there's yeah, no way to, true. you got to consider a lot of stuff here. Or maybe he doesn't get it because with the vaccine, of course, the chance of getting it is All, much less. But right? then the other side of that is that Randy and Zach, I be, Randy's definitely vaccinated and he caught it and yeah. he was out for eight days. Right. There are breakthrough cases, but the percentage chance yes. that you can get it yes. is lessened when you are vaccinated. I, ju- I still think. I thought Dak's point was decent that of all weeks to get it, this is a bad week because you're playing two games in four days and that's going to make it difficult for anybody. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so. All right, we're going to table this conversation. Welcome, yeah, 10 minutes of COVID talk. Let's go. (laughs) We will head back. Uh, We got Bucky Brooks joining us right now from NFL Network. Bucky, let's talk some Las Vegas Raiders 
offense versus the Dallas defense. Uh, and we're gonna actually we're gonna flip on both. We're gonna do a little bit of offense, a little bit of defense. So let's start first with the Vegas offense. Tell me what they're good at and where they struggle. Uh, I mean, they're good when Derek Carr is playing well. Uh, they were energized a little bit when John Gruden left and Greg Olson took over the play calling. Uh, they did a really good job of pushing the ball down the field. Now, they had some issues and situations that took one of their best players off the field and Henry Ruggs, and that kind of changed the dynamic of the team and the way they attack. But when they're going well, the ball is flying outside to Darren Waller. They're doing a good job of getting to Brian Edwards, and they're finding a way to generate a running game, whether it's Josh Jacobs or Kenyon Drake. And so when it's going well, all their playmakers are touching the rock, they're running it, and then they're throwing it, and they're taking shots downfield. How good is they, uh, Derek Carr? I mean, where do, you, where do you put him on your rank of receivers? Is he like in the middle of the pack, ten to twenty, or is he a top ten guy to you? About, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr is, is fine. I mean, I think ten to twenty. The big thing with Derek Carr is very similar to the way to, the way you feel about Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, he's going to show up. He can make plays, but then you wonder how is he going to handle the pressure when you really, really need it. Um, you know, he, he, man, he, he's a big mystery because there are times where he goes through the stretch where he plays like an MVP, but then when it gets to the nitty-gritty and you really need him to take his game up a notch, he's unable to do so. I think he has embraced more of the leadership responsibility since, since John Gruden's departure, but, I mean, he's kind of a hodgepodge. You just don't know what you're going to get on a week to, weekly week basis. Darren Waller kind of speaks for himself. I'm sure we'll get to him anyway, but... They lose rugs. It makes all the sense in the world to sign Deshaun Jackson because he's got a similar skill set, but it doesn't seem like it's translating to this point. He didn't have a catch against Cincinnati. He had a big turnover against the Chiefs. I mean, surely he's not still a guy that really needs to alter your game plan at this point in his career. No, he's not. And I will say this, like the tragedy aside, like losing Henry Ruggs was a major loss for them because he was coming to his own as a player. Uh, big-time player, and he had more that he could offer than Deshaun Jackson. They bring Deshaun Jackson in to give him a vertical stretch guy. He still has that capability, but he's not the same. I mean, he hasn't been the same for the last four or five years. So um, I think you're aware of where he's at. You understand that when he goes out there, they're going to try and take a shot. But I don't think you need to put extra attention and lean to safety in his direction. You just have to be mindful that this is a guy that can get deep if you fall asleep at the wheel. With how well the defense played against the Chiefs and this being a short week for the Cowboys, are you expecting this defense to be able to keep the momentum going or kind of maybe we see them step back a little bit? No, I mean, they should be able to keep the momentum going. When you play in a short week like this, you don't really change many things in your game plan. You kind of line up and just roll the ball out and play. And so I think the main things are always the same. You want to make sure that you don't let the ball get over your head. You want to keep the running game contained, and you want to find a way to generate pressure. I think the big thing is how are you going to utilize Michael Parsons this week? How do you want to take advantage of some of the uh, players that are vulnerable up front? And is there a way to allow Michael Parsons to do what he does and create pressure? Because after Sunday's performance, you know that he, is a, he should be a central part of the pass rush plan. How do you want to incorporate him into that plan is the key. 
So for the third week in a row now, Dallas is going to be facing one of the premier tight ends in the league. They held Kyle Pitts to four catches for 60 yards. A lot of that damage done really in the first uh, drive that Atlanta had. Kelsey only went five for 74. Sounds like a pretty good day, but for him, he could have had much, much more. What did you see from Dallas's defense and how they managed those two tight ends? And are those uh, strategies things that you expect them to be able to continue to do against a guy like Darren Waller? Well, no, I think that I think those two tests happen right before this game is is actually great because all of them are similar in terms of like what they are. They're really jumbo wide receivers. They're not really tight ends. Uh, they spend a lot of the time out wide. They're not attached to the hip or the tackle, and so you have to treat them as if they're big slot receivers. And so, because you've had back to back weeks where you face a similar player, I don't think Dallas changes much at all. I think you just have to be aware more so this week than other weeks. He's the number one option. Mm -hmm. Darren Wall is the number one option. He is the one player that can beat you in the passing game. Take him away and make them find somebody else. Hunter Renfro can have all the little catches that he wants, but he's not going to beat you with big plays. Edwards has to be monitored. He's a solid player, but Darren Waller is where the, the focus should be in the passing game, who you need to neutralize. So Connor Williams, I think, has started nine games at guard, and Connor McGovern has now started – Two games, I think, at guard. Is there is that enough sample size to kind of see which one is is the better option there? I don't know, man. I think I think it's tough because both of those guys have uh, been okay. I think Connor Williams has been more susceptible and vulnerable um, this year, so I think Connor McGovern is probably the better option. I think the main thing with the Cowboys' offensive line is they have to play better. Uh, we could talk about. Uh, some of the struggles with Dak and those things, but everything for the Cowboys starts at the line of scrimmage. And if you're unable to control the line of scrimmage, it just makes it hard for you to operate. And so they got to shore up the interior. And that means Zach Martin also needs to play better. And it's different because you're not going to face a dominant force on the inside that is like a Chris Jones. But thinking about the pass rush plan, pass protection plan from inside out has to be better at the point of attack, particularly at the center and the two guard spots. So, Buck, I, I hear what you're saying about Waller, and I agree with it, but I have a very specific memory of 2019 when a small, shifty slot receiver we know well by the name of Cole Beasley came in here. Cowboys thought they could single him up and were way wrong, and he murdered them. Um, does Renfro have that type of ability that if they don't make him a focus, he can really hurt him in this game? <clears throat> Yeah, like, look, he has some Cole Beasley traits. He can make some plays or whatever. But I would say that's a vastly different defense in 2019 to deal with Cole Beasley Good than point. the one that we're playing now. Remember, that's that's the one that, you know, you didn't have to play hard all the time and all that other hmm. stuff. And so um, I think it's different, you know. And so I, I just think that you can contain him. You Look, you have to be mindful. You got to be aware of him on third down. But in general, if he gets his catches – he shouldn't have as many impactful catches as a Darren Waller. And so take Darren Waller away and make those other guys put together enough plays to generate it. We know that Darren Waller can go big. You just don't want those other guys to go big with Darren Waller also going big and kind of setting the table. All right. Uh, we appreciate you, Bucky. We'll have you back tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit of uh, the Vegas defense versus the Cowboys offense. We're going to take our final, our first break. When we come back, we'll have a little more discussion on this Cowboys defense. When we come right back, this is DallasCowboys.com radio. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. 
and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbent attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him, it projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys, and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back to the break. Celebrate Christmas at the Star with the Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. The 20-minute show electrifies the Star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. through December 18th. Admission and parking are free. For more information, visit thestardistrict.com. We are almost there. It is almost Christmas. Can't wait. You're not. I, hey, my my beef was in October and early November. Thanksgiving's in two days. I got. I'm 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 here for it. We're good. I'm ready. You got your lights up? I live in an apartment. That doesn't so? mean anything. We people have lights up, up in the office over here. putting up lights all nah, the time. I'm, no. If, that you, doesn't surprise you, me. No. I'm going to... No tree. No, I'll have a little... I'll have like a little desktop tree. I ain't putting up like in a your, six In your apartment. Tree. Yeah. Desktop. I'm not putting up a six-foot tree for me and my golden himself. retriever. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the point? I'll just come Christmas here. Cheer. I'll just come here if I want some Christmas cheer. Clearly, there's plenty of it. <laughs> Enough for you and him. Yeah. All right. Um, let's jump back in. You know, I didn't get a chance to, to hear Nick and Amber mm. on your thoughts on, on Amari. And <laughs> that was by design. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm going back to it. <laughs> I'll say I, this. I kinda, Nick had actually you had an interesting point you made to me before I'll, we I'll, we I'll say upstairs. this. The word selfish is considered a bad word in our Eng- English language, whatever. It's not necessarily a bad word. I mean, especially something like this. If Jerry was hinting at that, or this needs to be team and we and all this, and you got to, you know, that decision that Amari made was selfish, and it should be. This is it should be. So it's not a bad thing. Now, is this? And we talked about this. There's a line that you draw on a lot of things. You have to decide what's good for you, what's good for your family, whatever. And and most of the players, yeah, and and they probably out of convenience because of what Dave said, they've made it more difficult. But this is what Amari believes in. This is the situation. And it, it is what it is. And so Jerry can think that. He, he can think that. But, I mean, Amari also – I mean, 
I, I just don't think he should be criticized for this decision because it is it has to be a, a decision for him. And you know he, he he's made it, and now you know they all have to deal with it. But this is the what you know this is what he's supposed to do, and if that's what he believes in, so uh, I applaud him for that part of it, honestly. Well, I'm going there. I mean, <laughs> I don't have much to add to that, especially I don't want people, I don't want to deal with people on Twitter later on, but I, it, it's football, and yes, football is important, but at the end of the day, and we talked about it, like, life is more important, and you should be entitled to do with your body what you choose. And I'm not saying I'm an anti-vax or anything like that, but everyone should be respectful of each other's decisions, so... I think that it sucks that it happened. And I already saw people on Twitter saying, well, if he was vaccinated, he wouldn't have gotten tested. And Dave mentioned, or you guys mentioned this earlier too. And the thing is, what could have been the opposite of that? He got COVID, maybe goes on the plane, does everything else. Then you got, who who else? Dak or another wide receiver, everybody, yeah. you know? So you, you just never know. And in my head, I'm choosing to look at it the look at it the positive way that, okay, maybe it was a good thing that they realized that he had it, kept him away and stopped maybe the spread in that scenario. But you just, you can play many different scenarios in your head. And I'm just glad that, or I think he's doing okay. Yeah. And I'm... Yeah. Happy to hear that he'll be back soon, eventually, you know, and everyone's doing well. I have a statement. It might be a question. You guys might know this better. I mean, he 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 tested positive for for the uh, coronavirus, so that that's that's on a different level. I think where there would be more frustration, and and it's going to happen. I'm sure it's happened around the league. Is is when you're not vaccinated and a practice squad receiver. Test positive, Those contact, and then you are in a different rule. You're in a different, whole other thing now because you haven't, you know, you're not vaccinated. That would be more. I mean, he tested positive. That's that doesn't. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but I mean that it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not at that point. That's the part that but if you weren't, yes, that's the part that can become very punitive for yeah. any player that's unvaccinated is not being vaccinated, close contact. That means what five days, and you got to get a certain number of of negative tests over a certain period of time. Adams? Like if Devonte Adams, maybe wasn't I think that happened to him. I'm not sure. Uh, I know it's happened to a couple guys. This yeah, year. I don't remember who they were. It's, it's but it's uh, happened around the league. That's where I get. Yeah. I can, you can get you yeah. know, the player probably has got to be. Was that Wentz that went through that? I think Wentz had yeah. a close contact. So, but but yeah, I think that's the part where where you you wonder like as we get into this playoffs when they get mm-hmm. to the NFL playoffs. It's going to get real serious because you're right. Some backup third string guy that now takes out your starter because your starter was unvaccinated and had close contact. Now you, and, you're in a whole different level of of, of jeopardy. Yeah, and, and think about it like this: like Amari, and I guess there's different science, you know, studies on all this, but probably wouldn't won't yeah. get it again. Probably not. But okay, he's still. You would think he's immune okay. for at least a short, short period of time. Now, but what what stops another wide receiver that happened? And then he's close contact, yeah. and he's still not vaccinated. So yeah. then now he goes through it all again, even yeah. though he's probably not gonna gonna get the virus. The league has made it a competitive yeah. disadvantage to not be vaccinated. Yeah. Again, that does, <laughs> I don't care about your opinion about it one way or the other. Yeah. It's just the it's fact. It's just the fact. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and um, that, that'll be something that that every team in the NFL that has unvaccinated players will have to deal with. Mm-hmm. I will say this: this is an interesting lesson, I guess, in just like keeping perspective and like I guess trying to listen or understand where people are coming from. Because, like I said way back at training camp, like I can't believe that this has become a politicized issue. I think seems like we're the only country where it is. But go ahead. Well, uh, let me talk to some people in Europe about that. Whatever, let's not go down okay. all of these roads. <laughs> My point being is, like, I am a person, I I believe that the reasons to not get vaccinated are microscopic. Like, they just aren't very many valid reasons to not do it. They're out there. Don't get me wrong. They're out there. But there aren't that many. And so, but it's, it's easy to just, like, cast aspersions and just write somebody off as a dumbass and all this type of stuff. Amari Cooper is not a dumbass. I have a very high opinion of Amari Cooper as a person. I think he's one of the smartest guys on this team. So, like, when you throw that perspective in there, it makes you stop. Like, I'm, I'm not going to degrade the guy because, again, I, I respect him tremendously. And, and we'll throw this in there as well. I like him as a person, too. So, um it makes you stop and think like, okay, well, I'd love to hear where he's coming from and, and maybe he can shed some sort of insight on this or offer a perspective that I hadn't considered. And maybe that changes the way you think about it. And so I don't think it changes the way that I think about this in any grand scheme, but I do. It is nice and important to maybe stop and think and listen before you just vilify anybody and everybody that doesn't agree with you which even as i say that i don't like it because again i think getting vaccinated is overwhelmingly a smart and good thing to do but um you know what's crazy when i think about it looking at last year when the vaccine wasn't a thing just yet it had not come out and we went through a whole football season we hardly had anybody tested test positive like within the players here with the Cowboys. I know it was around the league and all that, but then you look at this year of people being vaccinated and and there are differences, but it's just, it surprises me to see how many guys have tested positive this year. They've had two this year, two players or three. No, it's been the Cowboys. How many? Amari's got to be six or seven at this point. Really? Zach. Keanu Neal had it. Zach Martin had it. Randy Randy had it. it, Um, Did I already say CD? CD had it. Yeah. CD, had- CD got it before the season even started. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about games, like during the oh, season. No, well, I okay, just mean I since it. we've been at training. Yeah, yeah just in general. Yeah. But um, compared to last year, the, yeah. I, I Andy don't Dalton. Know. Did we have some last year? I don't think we had some last but year. But I don't remember. But that was, I don't remember how it was. It wasn't a really, it yeah. did not oh. affect the Cowboys Which, where it wasn't like a big deal well, or anything. Some of that might also be that last year, if you remember, the protocols were very different. Like guys yeah. were not meeting in person as often. They had masks on every time. They've now gone back to that protocol where they have to wear their mask inside the building. Uh, but yeah, that that was a very different situation from the standpoint of how they were managing uh, COVID. You know, Across vaccine the or no vaccine, I would stick to <laughs> what they were doing <laughs> last year. Wear your, I mean, have your meetings and everything, but yeah. wear your mask and not risk it. Well, Don't risk it. It sounds like it. they will be from here on out. Like. Yeah. The league is the league changes the protocols like tomorrow, I think, where yeah. like it gets more intense for everybody. I assume that's because we're moving into like cold and flu season, maybe. I, or? I personally thought it was because, because we're getting, getting close, close to the playoffs, playoffs and yeah. they're like, we're going to do everything we can to get this so, through this season and get into the playoffs and have as few people that come up positive as possible. So that's happening regardless. And yeah. the Cowboys jump started it. They're into that protocol now. Right, so yeah. 
with any luck, that'll decrease. Yeah, I saw uh, the yesterday risk. McCarthy wearing his mask, and I was like, huh. Yeah, that's yeah. unusual. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I, I get what you're saying, Dave, and I, I was actually in an interesting perspective. I have one of my very good friends who's a very much like a Amari type guy, very well read, very thoughtful about everything. He opted not to do it. I also have a very good friend who is a, a physician. He's followed a lot of the research and explained to me a lot of the things about it. And he said it was a good thing, and he felt like it was a good thing. He had his whole family vaccinated. It was one of the reasons why my whole family got vaccinated. So I kind of heard two different perspectives, and and I got to your point, Dave. I'm not going to kill my, my good friend who was just like, man, I just the more I read about it, I'm just not there yet. I'm not completely bought in yet. That's his his opinion, and he can feel like that, and, and I'm not going to kill him for that. I just think everybody has to make the decision that's best for them. But in football— and probably in society, there is a cost to that. And the cost is that there may be some people who end up uh, getting this, and, and, and there will definitely be people that get it, and there have definitely been people that have died from it because they chose not to. And so that's that's the tough part of this, but everybody has a right to make that decision for themselves. All right, we're going to make our final break. When we come back, we will jump in a little bit more and talk some about these players who are out for injuries that are not related to COVID and which ones we think are more important to, to get back on the field for the Cowboys if the Cowboys are going to be successful. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it, for turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United, United Ag, Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. <laughs> well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to the break. Your favorite WWE superstars. It's debatable. But most of the WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania Saturday, April 2nd, (laughs) Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. That is not Ric Flair, but but I get it. Close. Tickets are on sale now. Get yours before they sell out. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. That's why I said... 
Your, you know, it says your favorite. I don't oh, know. Ric Flair might be there. Is he going to be there? They, they bring. Every, they, I can tell you who won't be there. Who? Randy Macho Man Savage. Well, yeah. Really? Is, are you really going to go there? That's I'm just saying he's dark. my favorite. That's oh. really what dark. What about the man? good looking guy? Um, oh. What's his name? Oh, so <laughs> good looking we forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> long hair. Oh, him, the Undertaker. Shawn Michaels. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Yes. You're thinking of Roman Reigns. Okay. Yeah. Is he there? Probably. Yeah. He's Wrestle, the champion, isn't he? Wrest- I don't got to be there. WrestleMania right? is like sweeps. Like, you never know who's going to show up. I went the Rock to, showed up. He'll, he'll yeah. sh- he showed up like four out of the last five. Stone Cold came out a few years ago. Stone Cold comes out all the time. Like, okay. you never know who's going to show Jake up. So if, we, so if we could get any if we could get any wrestler to come here, which I have a meeting with WWE later today. Uh, good if we guy. could get <laughs> if we get not Amber. If we could get any wrestler to come here and do some content with us, who would you want it to be? I would freak out. A lot, dead or alive. Come on, what? dude. Seriously? We don't. We're not magicians. Can't bring. What are we talking about? Don't have the Necronomicon. Like I can't. <laughs> so the book of the dead. Here. Calm down. So the Von Erichs are out. Okay. Cool. Um. Sorry. <laughs> Kevin. Maybe Kevin. I would freak out if Dwayne Johnson or Steve Austin walked through this building. Like that. I mean, as a as a eight to twelve yeah. year old kid, those guys were. Yeah, that was. I think it's already happened for me, honestly, because when my one of my favorites. I uh, mean, obviously Macho Man, but also Sting, and yeah. he was here. He was yeah. here. Yeah. If I, why did I not get a photo of the time? I mean, the, seriously, this felt is like a jerk. This is a better Sports Center commercial than you could have ever had. Brian Broaddus is sitting there watching tape with his feet up. Look, see, look, linebacker his moves here, thing, and yeah. Sting in costume with the makeup on and the bat is just leaning up, there, pointing stuff out, and I mean, like was that awesome. was that was so cool, <laughs> yeah. Sting, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, what he said, Rock. The Rock's Stone too Cold, famous for Under everybody. Baker's already been I, here. I mean, hey, prove me wrong. <laughs> prove you're me like, wrong. You're like, let's see, can you do it? Yeah. If I, I would, I would be tempted to like cut a promo with him or something. I was just finally. Is that the person you, you'd walk up and be like, I got to get a picture. I'm sorry, yes, man. Can I get the Rock. A I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I don't like to take photos with. I'm. I'm not that guy. But the Rock probably meets that qualification. You, you, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, I got to take a photo. Here. Yeah. Who's the most famous person you ever interviewed? Roger Staubach, Dak Prescott. I don't know. It's a football player. <laughs> That's the fun. Like it, football. Shaq. Jerry Rice. Shaq. Sure. Yeah, I forgot about Jerry that. Rice. Probably Jerry for Rice. me. Amber. Me. Um, probably a football. Pl- I mean, outside of here, yeah. I don't. I can't think of anybody. Of the four-star general that I interviewed. I was going to say, well, maybe not popular, but in the the grand scheme of importance, I would say that's up there. It was up there. It's just funny how we were on the field the other day, and I'm interviewing him, and, you know, it's a big deal. And then Rob gets to interview The Undertaker, you know, and, like, he was probably more nervous for that than I was. You know, Rob Rob is our wrestling guy, though. I mean, Rob will tell you all the... All yeah. the stuff you need to know. No it's true. doubt. No it's, doubt. A, it's too bad for Dave because every time somebody we have to interview something or it's like oh, Rob. Oh, I don't care. It's passed over. It means it means more to Rob than it does. I will to say me. this I though: you that. we bring in Rock. We just heard like, everybody. He might gonna... he might have a little bit of a problem. Sorry, Rob. If he doesn't get that interview. Yeah. yeah. Right, Dave. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you want to be included Rocky. on that one? I have to stop Rocky. the whole office right. at that point. Dave's like, let's just have two people well, interviewing. Everybody, good. I mean, that rock is different because in so many ways, I mean, wrestling, okay. Yeah, obviously. Wait, that's Movies, the thing. I don't see the, and that's. Fitness. I mean, people are inspired by him in a lot of different ways. Tats, you know? Okay. Yeah. 
All of that's true, and he's he's made some great movies. I don't care about any of that. I want to hear about like the People's Elbow, the Rock and Sock Connection. Like, <laughs> come on, which great movie did he do? Uh, great. No, he's, he's been great. in a lot of he's no, been no, in a lot no. of great Gridiron movies. Gang is my favorite one he ever did. I still I mean, watch that the one. Fast and the Tooth Furious Fairy. movies are great for what they are. There's one called the Tooth Fairy. I've never heard of that one. The Fast and the Furious franchise <laughs> is great. For an action franchise, yeah. like it's not supposed to be an Oscar winner. We're it's not even fun. in the ditch yeah. anymore. We're, we like way no. We over went here. beyond the ditch yeah. and we just ran to Anyways, somebody's house. Anyways, to end the We're, conversation, if the Rock can come over here, you're still Roman. Good? Yeah, that's the second option. Just bring him. Either one. Yeah. All right, we got you. We'll yeah. see. What we can. He's actually. I think hair. he's related to the Rock. Actually, it's called makeup. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, his hair is all greasy and sweaty. Yeah, but that's with that's intentional. Right. Yeah. Can we do? Can we do like two minutes of football talk before the <laughs> yeah, show ends? Let's sure, we, give me some injury updates. We got we got guys on this injury report. I want to find out if they're playing. Talk to me about Tyron Smith. Where is he? He's playing. Okay. Yeah, we, we said, said that, that last week. Yeah. <laughs> We've been more. He's I playing. Said, I said this on the fan this morning. We've been wrong more this year than we ever have. And you know what it is. Yeah. Well, what what has changed? What has changed? What has changed? The head coach has changed. Oh. I can't. Everything else is basically the same. We know the GM's the same. We know most of the. It's not like that stuff comes through the team. The medical staff is all the same. The head coach, I don't know what he's doing because like Jerry's still doing Jerry. Like he'll still get on the radio and give out some tidbits, but like as will Steven. That's yeah. the point. Like you've got all these different messages and they aren't always the same, and so you're so confused by the end of the week on what really you want to believe. I th- McCarthy, They're all officials. McCarthy's right? running some like misdirect or so, I don't know, but it's impressive <laughs> yeah. because. We've been wrong a lot. I I, th- I thought Tyron was going to play on Sunday. I really did. Didn't Steven say last week the same thing he said this week no. that he felt good about? It, or was that Jerry that said he felt good about him playing? I thought yeah, one of them said they felt did. good about him playing last week. This was last Steven. week was it Steven? I and thought that's, that's why thought. we thought that because it was Steven. Right. And then he, he said it again. Weight. He said it again earlier this week that he feels good. Uh, yeah, barring there setback, is a little bit of a play. difference. Yeah, I think he's there's a play. difference though this week than last week. What was that? The Chiefs game happened again. You know, that's another game of. You know, not playing, not playing not well at all, and so. and not, and you don't have to worry about him getting ready on a short week. I mean, that is yeah, that's not. a big ask. A guy who's fighting through an injury, who has missed two games, playing a very physical team. Well, all of them are physical. Playing a NFL game and then having to be ready seventy two hours later. So now you can get him on a seven day schedule, and if he can get through these two games, again he gets that break yeah, after the yeah. Saints game. I think he's going to play. CD. Um, Where's CD? What's going on with him? Uh, concussion. I, I get uncomfortable trying to speculate about concussions because you don't fight through those. Like, you clear the protocol or you don't. It's not like, well, you're still kind of busy, but we through. think you can play. <laughs> yeah, like, I no. That's, how, that's the how, 80s. How many yeah. days? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, there, there I, know there, I know there's not a set time, but usually. Oh, usually? Well, I don't know. I've seen a year. There's a lot... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like it depends Rico on the gathers. it depends on the kind of concussion you got. I mean, uh, or yeah. how bad the concussion is. But I mean, I, I just have to think the fact that he's in meetings yeah, and they said it's a possibility he's going to be running around on the field today. Yeah, you don't do that if there's still like oh he's it suffering. It doesn't concussion seem, issues. It seems like it's on the lighter side of yeah. the issue. Yeah. And and he told Dak on the field, "I'm fine." Like yeah. you can read his lips. Yeah, and you could see yeah, when they William were walking off. That. He's like, he's good. He, I saw him telling Dak, he's good. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. I, got, I talked to <laughs> some of the trainers, and they, they basically said there's there's a couple things he's got to pass right there on the field. Um, 
and he he didn't do that, you know. So immediately, immediately. So that's take your helmet, you're out. Yeah. But it, just the way that he was doing, just going to the plane, they were like, you know, we feel good about it. Yeah. I mean, we feel good about where he is, and um, he's just got you just got to pass a lot of things. You got to do all these protocols. You got to pass these benchmarks. You got to get on the field doing stuff. But the fact that it's Tuesday and it's looking pretty good, I mean, I. But it's funny though. I agree with you a hundred percent. But that's what I've all year. I've been like. There's a lot of optimism coming from inside the building, right. and then I'm right. wrong then, on game yeah. day. Yep. Um, but and it's funny, like if you ask a fan, th- they'll say like three things. I was like, I heard he was in meetings. I heard he was doing pretty good. He maybe could have played, and, and they need him. See, like like that never factors him. into the to the Cowboys. <laughs> See, well, even though you, they do that, well, that and that's the difference though is like they need Tyron, and honestly, at this point, a month removed from the injury, that sh- probably factors in. It's like. We need you if you can gut through it, buddy. Yeah. You can't do that with a concussion. Do right. You just don't do that. And so I think, like I said, it's hard to predict. I don't feel comfortable trying to predict that, but I'm optimistic mm-hmm. based on what I'm hearing that maybe he can go. Donald Wilson. He's out. Out. Which, out. that was weird. I, get, I think maybe something cropped up when they took a closer look at him because McCarthy came in on Sunday night. And Rich Dalrymple, the head of PR, always gives an injury update at the start of the press conference. He's like, Donovan Wilson returned to play. He's fine. And then yesterday, Mike was like, Donovan won't be available Thursday. Um, so I'm not – I think maybe they saw something new when they took a closer look at him on Monday morning during injury call. Um, fortunately, they actually have safety depth, which is a weird thing earlier this year when he was out? Like four. Four. I think maybe – Either New England or New York was maybe his first game back after this he played the Tampa game and then missed like three or four. This isn't really a, a jab at him. I'm just asking, has he made a play this year? He made a nice play on Sunday. Yeah, like um, Mahomes got pressured and threw it toward the sideline on an outbreaker. And I mean, oh, was it at him that dove? Yeah, he was diving. Yeah. Oh yeah, he didn't yeah. like get that his hands still, on the ball. I don't know. He was covering. And, and I say this about safeties because it, it goes both ways. I mean, I haven't seen him make. Bad play for the. I mean, he's not like chasing someone for a touchdown. I mean, he's been it's a solid player. Is that I, who? Keanu Neal. He has. That kind of describes everybody but Curse. Like Curse has this long list of nice plays. Casey had a pick in week two, but other than that, I can't. The hooker's just been and, and Hooker's there, been in yeah. and out, which. They did play more too high with Malik Hooker last mm-hmm. week. I felt mm-hmm. smart about that, mm-hmm. even as the, as the rest of my predictions burned down around me. I was like, yeah, Remember but they're, they're playing too high. You would so. have taken that all day. 19, 19 oh, points for sure. from the Chiefs, you'd be like, wow, yeah. blowout. Oh, yeah, that's what we would have thought. It would have been a blowout. but Maybe not a blowout, but a comfortable. 31-19. Yeah, yeah like it's 8-10 to 10 point win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, real quick, Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, he's. Uh, I think he's going to get on the field this week. Nice. Practice. Practice. He is not playing against the Raiders. I know that for a certainty. He's not playing Thursday. Saints? Is there a chance for Saints? I think there's a chance. I'm not ready to say a good chance. That's just that's a long layoff, even for a yeah. guy of his caliber. I just want him out there in a couple plays. Like if, even if he doesn't play the whole game, put him out on a couple of pass I, rushes. Let's see what happens. I think there's a chance he plays it's, in New Orleans. No, 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 I'm saying for oh, the Saints. Yeah. The and if Saints. he doesn't play in New do Orleans, I would I would put twenty bucks on him being ready for the trip to Washington after that. Wow, yeah. a whole twenty. <laughs> hey, you know what I make? That's a decent bet. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like that's a month from now. That was it? kind of a big, bo- big way kind of twenty, 20 bucks. That's bucks. one time. <laughs> one, one. Wait, go ahead. Well, I got a story. 
Go ahead. Well, he got Did his promotion. I want to hear. <laughs> right, so that's why right. he's like big no, baller no, no. now. No, but but the, the thing is, no. Um, <laughs> but it's like, okay, so not this game, and then in a week, and then you got ten more days. I mean, what day is that? That's December the twelfth, right? Yeah. For the Giants, for the next game. That's oh. why I'm saying if they start his window today or tomorrow, and yeah. he practices next week but doesn't play, and then you've got the mini buy. By the time he pra- by the time they're practicing for Washington, it's almost three weeks since they've activated him. That's why I, th- I mean, if he doesn't play against New Orleans, I would feel very very confident he plays against Washington. And you're going to win twenty bucks. Good years. This was when Danny McRae was still on the team. We were getting off. We were coming back from a preseason game. We were getting off the bus in Oxnard. McRae mm-hmm. and Scandrick are arguing about LSU football. These guys. Argue about everything and bet on everything. Yeah. That's just what football players do. Yeah. And they're arguing about like how good LSU is going to be. And McCray's like, ah, oh, like we'll be better than that. We'll be better than that. Scandrick is being Scandrick. He's like, y'all suck. Y'all are going to lose this many games. Blah blah blah. And McCray saw me and was like, Dave, you hear this? Like blah blah blah. And I'm like, that's dumb, dude. Like I'm not saying we're going to win the national title, but we'll definitely. We'll we'll win more games than what you're saying we're going to win. Scandrick's like bet on it then, and I'm like, how much are we talking? He's like 500. I'm like, who the hell do you think I am, man? That's a month, bro. I was thinking like, I was thinking doing? like maybe 20, 40, 50. They're like, that's no. Why that's would I? Even, why would I bother with that? And I was like, yeah, we're just He's like we're in two different worlds, dude. Yeah, I, I got nothing a, for you. He's like, I don't have a, I don't have any bills that small. Like, Seriously, like, are you gonna, you gonna make like, change? I need to be able to get groceries next month. I ain't betting nothing with y'all. <laughs> All right, guys, that's a wrap. We'll be back tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit about the Cowboys offense versus the Vegas defense get you guys ready for Cowboys versus Raiders till then for Nick Eatman Dave Hellman Amber Garcia I am Derek Eagleton this has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys football club how about this Cowboys yeah!